Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great. Thanks for joining us for another episode. As you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted minute of content from a movie, TV show, or somewhere else on the internet, and we just talk about it, try to orient ourselves and figure out what's going on. John, what are we looking at today? Uh, Today we're discussing a witch's ball, and this was submitted by an anonymous listener. Very Uh, spooky. Possibly someone too ashamed to put their name on (laughs) Well, it is possible, and this week's episode is brought to you by Auditory Hallucinations, making it... What? No, Mr. President, I'm fine. I... No, I, I don't need any tea. Why, why would I even want a miniature anvil? Great, thank, <laughs> thank you, Mr. President, yes. Anyway, auditoryhallucinations.com uh, slash minutepod for more info today. All right, so, Paul, let's go into our level of familiar, familiarity with this. Uh... I have no familiarity with a witch's ball, uh, satanic rituals in general, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, How about you? Well, yeah, I'm going to put mine at about zero. I don't even know what... Is this a show or not? I've got nothing. Yeah. uh, Spoiler alert. This is probably going to be about us discussing what this media is... Uh, what is this what is this like like like, like uh, what what is this minute originally from is it from like anyway we'll get into it yeah we'll get into that it, it is fascinating but yes a quick intro to the scene um it starts with a man standing on a spooky stage who starts to sing for a crowd of what looks like mostly children but with a, a fair portion of adults uh and there is an adult woman on the side of the stage sort of judging what's happening i think is a fair way to say it Yep. All right. So, Paul, I think this is about the time that we should do a script read because I think it's essential to uh, you know. It, it is for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I guess I'll, I'll be the um, bow tie wearing fellow, and you can right. be everyone else. Yeah, I'll be everyone else. I'll be the woman standing on the side, and then I'll be you know the crowd in general. Excellent. Okay. Ah. Oh. I put my hand inside a toilet. Oh, there it is. I put my hand inside a toilet. 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 Excellent. John, you do an uncanny impression of a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, you know, when you're immersed in them, <laughs> you get to know their, the, you know, you, you can internalize the child. I don't know. That sounds horrible. Yeah, don't. Uh, uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is an interesting one for me, John. I, my best guess, just to frame it slightly for any, for the listener, is that this is some sort of children's concert or maybe like a winter concert for the whole town and this guy's singing for them um yeah well what's your initial reaction to this so my initial reaction to this is are we getting into what i think it is like because because i feel like i feel like i can't separate the the two things like this 
Yeah, I think but, it's just going to be a little convoluted for this episode. But that's yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, oh, you mean we're going to leave our, our beloved pl- structure episode structure? Behind? A very comforting structure. Yes. <laughs> yes, our very very comforting structure right behind. Okay, so I I think that uh, yes, this is I think this is in the middle of the plot. Okay, I think we already have this character, the one who's singing, established, and like the the little the like the kind of stuck up woman. Mm-hmm. established already enough that we know that this is a funny interaction between them i don't think this is the beginning of whatever the heck this is no yeah um, I, th- I think all the characters are known and established i think that's yeah yeah and uh i think that the kids are the actual like focus of this like there there's the silly guy who says i put my you know he's singing i put my hand inside the toilet to like a dank do, do, do. Do, do. uh but uh the the kids seem to be what the thing is focused on. The mm. the thing I want to ask you, Paul, is which kid is the main kid? Because like if yeah. this is like a piece of media, like this like sure it could be ensemble, but I wanna know like which kid is the actual like which kid's the the, the Harry Potter? It's witches based, so like which one's the yeah. Harry Potter here? I think the Harry Potter is the blonde kid who we get a close up on right when the singing starts, and I think there's actually three child characters here, um, and we will get maybe get into all that a little bit later. But just to frame it a little bit, I think it is about this blonde boy. Blonde boy. That may be me self-identifying a little bit as someone who is a blonde boy, but <laughs> I, I, blonde I think it's boy, him. He, he gets he gets full center frame. That's true. So, I don't see a blonde boy. Uh, let's see. He gets center frame. Are you self-inserting into this minute, Paul? <laughs> oh, maybe he's not. Okay, he's not blonde. Sorry. He does have brownish-black hair. 23 seconds, you can see him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not blonde. I, I was making that up. Okay. Yeah, with floppy, curly, kind of curly hair. He's the one. And I think yeah, he's yeah. the main character. But let's, let's, let's circle back around to that. I mean, can we start talking a little bit about the setting and the um, oh, right. stage we work here? We haven't talked about the stage, have we? Yeah. So everything is draped in purple. True. Uh everybody's dressed up in the finest of uh of uh dollar store cobwebs. Yep, definitely a lot. But but they're also they're all dressed much more formally than I think anyone at that age would dress. I mean if we can talk about the age of the people involved, the mm-hmm. um singer and the other woman uh, they, they seem to be sort of normal adult age. What would you say? Late thirties, normal adult, average adult age. Yeah, that's, yes. that's like the age late of 30s, people. Late thirties, maybe forties. Uh, you 40s. have a couple of old people in the background of the shot, and I should say maybe even more than a couple. It seems like the kids are all up at the front, but there are a lot of older adults in the back. Well, they got to get these, that moshing these... in. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And then you have you have all these kids who seem to be from like eight years old up to maybe thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. There are no te- there are no like older teens in this world. Which might play into the theories we talk about towards the end, but yeah. I mean, what what do you think about this setting? I think it's it's pretty well done. I mean, it looks like an outdoor amphitheater covered in purple sheets with some cobwebs and stuff, like you said, and I, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree. Like this is <clears throat> so the the prop in the center is also like a um a magic ball, or is mm-hmm. it a snow a snow globe? <laughs> I don't or know. Or is it is it the witch's ball, John? It's a, oh the witch oh, the oh. titular witch's ball, which are three words that just don't go well together. Anyway, um, so and it's on this like pedestal with all these tassels on it, and the pet like all this stuff like you know 
it it's like I could make it, but like not in any sort of real, f- you know, like like all of this right. seems like 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 this is set, like this is a a this is made by somebody. This isn't like just store bought junk that that then they yeah, put and, in. And I feel like it also all works really well. Yeah, like, be- better stylistically. Than if- yeah, better than you you might think. If this was a show for twelve year olds, you yeah. wouldn't think it would work quite this well. So it actually I mean, it looks pretty good. It feeds into my theories that we'll get into later about whether or not it's a show or a movie or where the hell this is from. Yeah, I would say like like stylistically, we're going like like I think Pee Wee's Playhouse is probably the most cohesive visual style I can think of for like a kids show. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. and this isn't hitting there, but it's a lot closer to the Pee Wee's Playhouse on the spectrum than like uh. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. The Mr. Rogers often lacks some like aesthetic cohesionness because of yeah. like how 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 like uh, well, I imagine it's a combination of things, but also like it's kind of the aesthetic, right? So like from Mr. Mm-hmm. Rogers to to Pee Wee's Playhouse, I think it's a little bit closer to the Pee Wee's Playhouse spectrum of things. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, while we're talking aesthetics, though, can we talk about the bow tie guy, the singer, for a minute? Yes, of course. I would describe his costume, and tell me if you if you disagree, as a magician who put on a top hat and then put flowers and cobwebs on that top hat. <laughs> yes. Um, it is clear this is a DIY um, spooky top hat situation. Mm-hmm. It, it It's kind of one of those people that you're like, you made your costume 15 minutes before you came to this party, didn't you? Yeah. Like, uh... Where he's literally just like draped, uh, you know, dollar store cobweb over the top of his hat, and then put like a fake flower, uh, to like hold it down. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, do do you think he is a magician who is doing this and already had the magician's outfit, or is it just everyone in this town has several formal outfits prepared and his is just showmany? Well, are you proposing that like? He doesn't get dressed up formally very often, and so when he did, he had to go up to, like, the attic to get it, and that's why he's got a cobweb in his hat? Or, like... Oh, uh, I, would, I would like that, but I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do like that idea. that like, yeah. he's, like, everything's spooky. He's just accidentally spooky. Um, this is just, just his life. Oh. Yeah. Oh, bother. Okay. Um, well, I mean, sticking with him for a minute, though... Mm-hmm. So he, when he starts off singing, um, it, it's not immediately funny. It's not immediately a kid song. I think we're supposed to think he it, it's some sort of other, you know, yeah. He's about music. to he's about to Adele. Yeah, he's about to Adele. I like that. And then it turns into this rave song for kids, and I think that's just great. But <laughs> why did this woman sort of expect this shift? So she, he starts singing, and she's like, "Oh, surprised! I'm happy." And then he put his hand inside a toilet. And she's like, oh, there it is. I expected you to be a piece of shit. Why are you <laughs> like this bow tie man? Um, maybe she was like, oh, I like Adele. And then and then was disappointed by the uh, general... I don't know what, what to call it. The, the general, like... Maybe, Immaturity? Maybe she's looking for a highbrow. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it suddenly goes, you know, veers very lowbrow. Yeah, that could be true, but I think in this case, I would side with him, definitely, in that mm-hmm. argument, because this is a man who knows his audience. What do kids want to dance to? Uh, a lot of mandolin or banjo in the background? Yeah, kids love that. They love a good yeah. twang. Uh, a a was... thick, sick beat in the background? Kids love that. They want to rave out. 
And yep. then toilets. Kids love plumbing. There right? you go. It's Obviously. great. Alright. So mm. uh let me see. I, I think I think one of the other things I want to talk about is the music, Paul. Since you're here mm-hmm. uh and and of course you're here, you're the freaking other person doing this podcast with me. I was going to uh, say, luckily this time. Yeah, this I'm time. Present. Yeah, thank God. This time that you're here. Like, what is what is the what are the instruments in the background? Is that like mandolin or stuff? Like, is it possible? Yeah, that I, I can't like, tell if it. Mm, go on. Is it possible that it's like a sitar or something? I don't think so. It does have a sort of um, eastern vibe to it, and yeah. a certain tone there. But I think, given the the whole rest of the spiel, I, I think it is either a banjo or a mandolin. Well, it's just like he he does have some dance moves, and and I didn't know if they were going for like a uh, Bollywood type vibe. I don't think they really were, but now I mean, don't get me wrong. It, don't it, get me it wrong. Could be. It, it, he in no way exhibits the uh, training and techniques that I have come to expect from a Bollywood uh, dance routine. Definitely uh, not. Yeah. But like maybe like. Like the Jack Black version of Hollywood dance routine. Oh, I'm sad now that you've said that. But it's not. <laughs> it's not inaccurate. No, yeah. he is um, Jack Blacking a little bit. Yeah, he he is a little bit. I mean, Jack oh, Blacking in like a kids movie, which is fine. Like, come on, like he's gotta he's gotta pay his you know pays bills. Everybody's no, I mean, gotta. That, that's fair. Yeah. Speaking of the the kids, though, John, let let's circle back around to that. These kids, uh, a couple things stand out for me. Yeah. The first is how um, similar they all look in age, actually. I feel like there's an awful lot of children in this shot. Yeah. And they found a lot of extras who are all of similar age. There's no, like, 13, 14, 15-year-olds trying to pass as really young kids. There's no 23-year-old trying to be 16. Nope. It looks uh, like no. they just found a bunch of kids. Yeah. I think they measured them all because they all seem to be the oh, same maybe. height. The height um, is the giveaway there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that that is that the secret to casting a bunch of like uniformly aged kids. That actually might be. We should send a letter. Um, <laughs> did did you notice though, John, that all of the kids are really into this really quickly, except for one? Yes, and I and and this comes into a theory for me is like mm-hmm. I think she's kind of the antagonist. I don't I know have if she's my own like theories there. Yeah. I don't know if she's like the straight up antagonist, but I think I think she's like uh I don't know, the the frenemy. Like uh I think she's, be true. Yeah. she she might be the sort of cuz she's wearing like a little not a tiara but like a, like a little hair clip that's like all gem gemmy. Mm-hmm. Uh she's wearing like what looks like maybe a diamond necklace and all this sort of stuff. Whereas like the other kids, I mean they're all dressed up nicely, um but none of them are wearing like literal like glam like diamonds and stuff right well let's talk about that a little bit though i think you're right she's the fanciest um dressed of any of them but when you were in middle school let's assume these are middle schoolers for now anyway yeah i think they're, did, did they, you ever dress up this fancy for anything like is this a school dance a town dance a town concert but at this <sighs> age i don't think i ever saw any of my classmates this dressed up i mean like no not uniformly no but then again, like you and I grew up in the same like area, <laughs> and uh, you know that's that's true. I guess we're it's a also, small sample size here. Yeah, you know, a lot a lot of our classmates are also much more likely to show up, you know, 
wearing like overalls and cowboy boots as they are to like show up wearing like a t-shirt and you know that's, sweatpants. that's, that's true which which maybe just speaks more to the expectations of this event which i guess we can get into yeah. a little bit later but i have one more thing about these kids chun did you notice that they are all really pretty good dancers oh yeah no, everyone in this movie obviously had some sort of, like, basic, this is how you don't look like an idiot while moving your mm-hmm. body to this, this this weird music. This excellent beat. Yeah, teacher. Like, like there's yeah. definitely a choreography teacher or something like that. Uh, like, it, it does introduce an interesting world detail um, mm-hmm. of our own world, not of this, this film world. Um, that's, like... Do you think that there's somebody out there that's teaching people just how to, like, dance like normal people, except better? Like, <laughs> like you know, dance I, dance I, I how we imagine we dance. I don't know that that exists, but it really should. Because, John, I feel like that's something that I don't want to speak um, for both of us, but that you and I could probably both benefit from. Oh, yes. It's like, okay, this is how you dance like a normal human. And I'm like, yeah. oh, so it's not all in the wrists. <laughs> I understand now. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong. I'm imagining you, like, windmilling with your wrists only. Like, you're just, like, they're down by your sides, but you're just, like... I guess it's sort of just, like, snapping at that point. You just kind of look like a jet. (laughs) Getting ready to take off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Maybe we can get into that market. Yeah. No, I... I, Well, no, Paul. I don't think we can. I think it's too late for us. It's true. You gotta... I think the, the best we can hope for is to look like one of these kids at the witch's ball. <laughs> <laughs> or or at the very least, Jack Black here, or whatever his name is. Well, that, that could be true. Bow tie. Um, I, I, have, I have one more thing about the actual scene before we jump into theories, John, but mm-hmm. I, want, I want to ask you, I mean, is there anything else that jumps out for you? Because there's actually a lot going on here. Oh, yeah, no, there's a ton going on here. Um, there's, there's some good, like, extra costumes. Like, uh, there's a woman with, like, a sort of, like, uh, gossamer, uh, green gossamer, like, witch's hat that she's wearing. True. Uh, I think it's, like, a witch's hat with green gossamer, like, fabric draped over it or something. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, some people that seem to be wearing, like, like, uh, like they're not kimonos by any stretch. Like, I in no way inter. Like, they're mostly blurred out by like you know the depth of field or whatever. But they look like they're more like like kimonos or or robes of some variety. Um, but like then they also have like they're shoulderless. <laughs> I don't know. I guess those are just dresses then. Well, um, they they could be an attempt at like sexy witches robes or something like that. Exactly. Um, okay, so one of the design decisions I do want to ask about is there is a kid that looks an awful lot like a young John Ward here. Oh, uh, Which one? Uh, it's at uh, 52, 52 seconds. Okay. Uh, so oh, he's got yes, the, this fellow. He's, he's got the glasses. Uh, got the I, was a little, I was a little bit chubbier than he was, but not by okay. much. He's also wearing the uh, the unflattering striped shirts like I have done my entire life. Uh, and, and he's also wearing, like, what looks like a religious, uh, <laughs> drape over his shoulders. Is that... I, I was gonna say that was just a vest, but... Is it just an unbuttoned vest? I think it's an unbuttoned vest. I don't think it's any sort of vest. Button it up, man. Everyone around you is so posh looking, and you just look like a dweeb wearing, like, uh, vestiges. Come on, man. <laughs> well, you're right. He should probably up his game a little bit. Yeah. I and and also like 
just the black and white stripes. Like, I mean, I know you you must be like I don't know a witch or something. I don't know, but uh, I guess we'll get into that. But like, it's just it, maybe white. No, just don't stay away from white too, kid. Stay away from, <laughs> get some blue. Get some blue in there. I think. Like a, I think you'll is this good. a letter to your younger self? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, well, considering good. at this age I was wearing a lime green Hawaiian shirt, and by not Ooh, lime green, excellent. acid acid green Hawaiian shirt, Ooh, polyester. I love it. I love it. The nineties oh, yeah, were yeah. a magical time. Yep. Well, uh, actually, at this age it would be two thousand or so. Uh, I mean, f- for me, the nineties continued through to about two thousand and nine. Uh, though that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think the other thing is, is that what time? Wh- when do you think this was recorded? Oh. um... 2003 maybe really i i I think that the the picture's really crisp is why i say that and i think it's probably from a tv show so the quality seems pretty high what do you think yeah so i i would say i think that 2003 is too early because 2003 Mm. um like we're still looking at like like widescreen isn't even standard yet uh Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think this is uh like twenty twelve. Well that that could be. Yeah, I'll I'll defer to you on that one. It's definitely at least as recent as the early two thousands, but could be significantly newer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I also think that um I think the video quality, because I'm pretty this is obviously video and not film. Uh mm-hmm. I think the video quality is too nice for it to be early two thousands. I no, like you're probably right. I I recently uh like dove into some like early YouTube videos and stuff like that, and I was just like, even the really well produced ones are are pr- are pretty kind of like bad looking. Mm, okay, well I'll defer to you on that. Let's say it's yeah. around 2012 then. No problem. So, uh, so yeah, so are we getting into now finally what the heck we think this is? We we will after my last point, which is to oh, ask okay. you if this song is autobiographical. <laughs> yes, I do think I think I think this is okay. Now this kind of gets into what I think this is, but I think mm-hmm. this is I think this is a kids movie shown on like uh, ABC Family. I think it's like an ABC Family original or something like that. It is okay. better. It, it is amazing that there isn't like a bug. Uh, on here anywhere you know like one of those little logos that says like abc or something like that um so that makes me think that i'm wrong because like i can't imagine this i mean maybe do they release them to dvd like those original movies i guess they do maybe the popular ones yeah um but are you saying you do think he put his hand inside the toilet yes i think he's referencing something that happened earlier in the film interesting and i think that it got a laugh that time and now i think he's referencing it again for further humor okay well maybe we should jump into our theories then john and i think in this case because we're so interested in functionally what this piece of media is maybe they'll be a little more intertwined but um did did you want to go first then since Um, you've started yeah yeah since i've started already sure um so i think this is like a made for tv movie uh I I'm I like from personal experience granted not of this era but of earlier eras I think this is like a, a Disney movie a Disney original movie or an ABC family original movie or something like that something Disney related I okay. think it's I th- I think it's a Harry Potter ripoff so that's why I think they're all the same age is because they are all the same age oh. um because they're all entering uh, whatever the equivalence of like dark Hog- Hogwarts is or whatever. So you think magic is real in this universe? Yes. 
Uh, I mean, the the only thing is, is that there is no reason for me to believe that any one of these people are magical. Except for maybe, like, where is this music coming from? Uh, other yeah. than that, the, the only thing that, like, I know is that people just dress up weird. And that there's just, like, this, this sort of, like, hmm, I don't know, <clears throat> aesthetic around everything. It's like deep purples and skulls <laughs> and castles. Okay. Uh and I think that once uh you know, once once the, the kids are in here, I'm guessing that they're all like witches of like their first year of witching or something like that. Or is this like their debut ball? Uh okay. where they all come out as witches. Um or something like that. But I think that this is near the end of the movie or possibly the end of the movie. Because I think he's referencing mm. something previously. I think they're celebrating. Um I think that the uh the mean girl is obviously still upset about something. Uh but everybody else is having fun. Mm, okay, okay. Uh and I have no idea what the rest of the plot of the movie is because this is literally just like them jumping up and down and dancing and stuff. Uh, and now that you mention it, like, because I don't see any magic, I don't know if, like, I am even remotely correct. Like, that's kind of weird, isn't it? it? It is weird, and John, I agree with only one part of your theory. Holy cow, that's awesome. Okay, let me hear your theory. Well, let me just say, uh, you've convinced me that he probably did put his hand inside of a toilet <laughs> earlier in the I'm glad the most show. important part came through Yeah, that. That, 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 part, that part did. Um, but I don't think there's any real magic here. I think this is a show set in our own universe, and I do think it's a TV show, even though your point about there not being a logo is a strong one. I don't know if it could work as a movie. Either way. Yeah. Um, I think it's a TV show about the town of Salem, Massachusetts. And I think it's a show that focuses on both the children and the adults in the town, but I do think it is a, a kid's show. So I think it's set in our universe, and what's happening here is the all-town formal dance mm -hmm. the adults are sort of running it so bowtie guy and um the judging woman are the people running it they're not dating but he's interested and we're supposed to get some amount of relationship development okay out of this from the kid side it's a story of tom which is what i'm assuming the central kid is named the one who's not blonde yeah at trying to get the popular new girl who's the one who's very much not into what's happening to go to the fall formal with him. Instead, he goes with his friend who he's standing beside in the shot because the new girl won't go, uh, which is fine because the new girl clearly does not understand local culture. So I think what's really happening is this is in the town of Salem. The town's like having a, oh, look, it's witches. It's Salem. It's our Halloween dance. And she's thinking how weird all these locals are, and she just doesn't get it. Ah, I see. So th huh. that's pretty much what I'm thinking. I think it's really just a show about life in Salem, Massachusetts. A kid's show, maybe on ABC, like you said. Mm -hmm. And um, this is just the winter or Halloween dance episode. All right. I dig it. So I hope I hope you're right, because yours sounds more interesting. So so my question here, Paul, is, uh, is this insensitive? If this is in, if this is in Salem, Massachusetts... And this is like a a fall ball surrounded mm -hmm. by witches. Like they killed lots of witches in Salem, Massachusetts, right? Yeah, but they they killed lots of witches, lots of places. I mean, uh, so so like we should all feel guilty about 
I think so. And anyway, it was the 1970s, John. A lot has changed since then, and I think we're we're pretty much we've moved past it as a society. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, Jonathan, based on our theories, do you think we can recommend this to um, a subset of our listener base or anyone? Uh, I mean, like anybody who wants to hear a great beat. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I like. I I think like this seems like a pretty good ch- uh, like a pretty good kids movie. Like I I'd mm. probably recommend this to a kid. Like I liked those those kind of cheesy made for TV movie type things. Or or even sure. if this was a TV show, I'd be like, wow, this is really good production value. Like like I like I kind of wonder what the rest of this is like. I mean, I remember uh, you know the something world of Alex Mack where it was just like she turned into a silver blob every once in a while and like those were the special effects but like the the camera work and lighting in this is like pretty good yeah i think i think we can recommend or anyway i can recommend this to adults looking for a kid show or movie that you could stand to see rather than watching trolls again for the 10,000th time <laughs> it could be it just got catchy music adult undertones i'm assuming are going to come through i mean what's not to love I mean, I assume Trolls also has catchy music and adult undertones, but... Uh... The music's too catchy, is the problem. The kids <laughs> oh. will be singing Let It Troll, Let It Troll for, like, the rest of their life. <laughs> Please tell me that's a thing. <laughs> I, I, as far as I know, it's not, but we'll okay. make it one. Paul, we're, we're getting you a YouTube channel, and we're gonna... Let It Troll, Let <laughs> It Troll. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Well, any any last minute thoughts from you then, John? Because we've gone surprisingly long this episode. We have. Uh, who would have thought it? I did not think this would be a longer episode. Nope. Um, uh, no, I have I have no more thoughts, Paul, at all. Excellent. Well, then a, a big thank you to the anonymous listener who submitted this episode. We'd like to know who you are because this was a uh, great content. Um, but John, I heard a rumor that we have T-shirts available now. Can you I... talk about that a little? Yes, yes, yes. I made uh, a t-shirt design. Uh, the Minute Podcast uh, Carpe Minutum uh, is <laughs> has never been referenced whatsoever. Just uh, <laughs> just uh, randomly came up with the uh, the new tagline for the show, Carpe Minutum, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and yeah, they be they're available on our website, uh, theminutepodcast.com, and you can see a merch store button right there at the top of the screen. Excellent. Well, hopefully someone um, buys one of those. I have one, by the way, and they, they're pretty awesome. So uh, other things. Then, yep, a quick thanks but no thanks that I've been men- meaning to read out since almost the beginning of this show to Joel for the Bushes of Love submission. Uh, it's the catchiest thing I've ever heard, probably, but doesn't quite work for the format. So thank you, Joel, for that. It's probably sucked away several hours of my life just rewatching that. Um, <laughs> other than that, if you... Want to support the podcast? You should definitely review us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. You can reach out to us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at MinutePod or find us on Facebook. As always, this episode was hosted by Paul Reberg and John Ward, produced by John Ward with theme music by Paul Reberg. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye. Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.